Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Amen. We give him praise. God is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I would want us um, to be spending a bit more time in prayers. So, um, we will try and give a bit more time so we can pray. Amen. Prayer is the key. Can you turn it down a bit? Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Jesus started with prayers and ended with prayers. Oh, prayer is the master key. Praise the Lord. Just checking. Now they've got me on a tight corner here. Did you listen to the message? How many of you are able to listen to the message? Um, they, they're working it out so that you can listen to it. Actually, some sent me on, uh, send me the, what? Podcast. Yeah, he sent me the podcast last uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I listened to it. It was just really a good message. You know, I was wondering who was preaching. It was really a powerful message, man. But, well, you know, they say you shouldn't blow your own trumpet, but I do. If you don't, nobody will blow it for you. <laughs> what, what, what have we been talking about? We've been talking about... I mean, the last few weeks. What have we been talking about? We've been talking about names of um, demon spirits, isn't it? That's what we've been talking about. I believe we... I think, I'm not really sure, but I think we ended up with the spirit of um, jealousy. All right. There was a couple more that, um, I mean, time didn't allow us to. Um, but the spirit of fear. Amen. The spirit of fear is one of the spirit that the enemy will use to hinder us, to attack us, to make us, you know, um, lose our sight. Of where we are going with the Lord. Amen. So, I mean, I just want to read this scripture, then we can move on. Second Timothy one seven. Are you doing a good job? Oh, you've been taught. Your wife taught you. For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. 
God has not given us the spirit of fear. Now, we know the song, God has not given us the spirit. God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has. But he has given unto us the spirit of love, the spirit of power, and of sound mind. We sing it. But when we come to crisis, we forgot. We forget that we sang the song at church. We forget that we were humming the song one morning. Church, let us begin to apply the word in our lives. Amen? See, you, the reason why is that we don't say it enough. And therefore, we hardly believe it. Faith comes by what? Hearing. If you're not hearing it enough, you won't be able to believe it. You won't depend on it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So you need to, you know, get yourself, write it down, a piece of paper, put it in your purse or your pocket. God has not given me the spirit of fear. So when you have that situation, listen, fear will try to grab you. He will try to get hold of your hand. And so what you do is, you say, no, 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 Mr. Fear. You are not having me because God has not given me you the spirit. God has not given me you this spirit of fear. I'm not having you. I will not be afraid in the name of Jesus. This situation, even if it will kill me, I will stand for the Lord. Amen. Don't entertain fear. I told you, fear... Fear, I preach a message called fear is the policeman of the enemy. Fear is the policeman of Satan. What does he do? He sends fear to come and arrest you. And when you come, when he comes and you open your door and you let him in and he sits down and you give fear a cup of tea, he becomes your friend. He has taken over. Are you with me? So you, you need to take heed of the word and say, God has not given it to me. Amen. Now, if God hasn't given it to you and you want to take it, see, there's nothing God can do about it. God has not given it to you, but if you want to take it, He's going to allow you to take it. Then you live in fear. You say, but I'm born again. I, I know. But you still live in fear if you will allow fear to grab you. Hallelujah. So, I'm just uh, uh, encouraging you that when you have a situation, be, don't be fearful. Don't be afraid. Listen, don't 
be afraid. Don't be afraid. That means that there is every tendency to be fearful. Why? Because you're a human being. But don't be afraid. Call upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Remind him of his word. Call upon the Lord. Remind him. Now, when you call upon him, believe that he has heard you. That's how you are able to get out of that situation. Not that the situation will change and then you start jubilating. No, jubilate even in the midst of the adversity. Right in the... That is how we would know that there is a God. That is why you, we would know that you believe in God. In the midst of the adversity. Right in the midst of it. When you are in the middle of it. When you cannot turn anywhere. Come on now. Lift up. What does it say? Ma, when is so? Ma, when? Lift up your eyes. The psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hill. From whence come in my help? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Come on now. Lift up your eyes onto him. You're looking at the situation. It ain't going to get any better. Lift up your eyes. Lift your eyes onto the one that is more than able to cause the situation to change or give you strength to ride over the situation to the glory of God. Most of the time, we want the situation to move, to change. Then we know God has done something. No. There are times God will allow the situation to stay kaput, even get better, uh, get bigger. But the bigger it gets, and the more you believe him, he will make you bigger and bigger that you can climb over and keep going and leave the situation behind you. Praise the Lord. I have a God. Amen. I, have, I don't know, but I have a God. And I know that my God is faithful, reliable, dependable, trustworthy, unchangeable. That's my God. Hallelujah. I have, you know what? Ever since I trusted him, he ain't let me down yet, you know. No. Ever since I came to know him, he has not let me down. One ounce. What does that mean anyway? I, was, I wanted to say one ounce. Yeah, he has never let me down. And you are the same. He won't let you down. He is worthy. I say he is worthy. So fear not. Fear not. You know that... The disciples, when they were in the boat and they were about to sing, they saw Jesus walking and said, Fear not, don't you be all, it is I. Now, Jesus is saying the same thing to you today. Fear not, it is Him that is taking hold of your life and is able to lead you, to bring you. To the place that where he wants you to be. I've been talking a lot, but I see something about our destiny. 
I see something about our destiny, the struggle of life, all that we, because we have a destiny and some of us are missing it. But your success depends on your destiny, where you are going. Hallelujah. If you reach your destiny, you become successful. If you don't, uh, you won't be happy. You won't be happy. So, trust God. And don't be afraid. He has your interests at heart. Hallelujah. He has your interests at heart. I don't know why we worry so much about our life. We worry so much about our life. Why can we not rely on the one that gave us the life in the first place? It's not your own. Your life is not your own. When he takes his breath away from you, even the dust is better. Dust don't stink. You start stinking. But not the not, not you, I mean, your body. Because the real you is a spirit. So rely on him. He ha you, you know, come on now. He didn't bring you here to just waste his time. You're not a wasted, you're not an accident. You're not an accident. You're not on this planet as an accident. God has a divine reason for sending you on this planet earth. Amen. Before you were conceived in your mother's womb, he knew you. Listen, we're talking about spirit. Before you were ever conceived, he knew you. He had a plan for you. He had a destiny for you. That should, come on now. That should encourage you not to be fearful. You might be struggling a little bit. But you know what? When you read the Bible, those that, you know, I mean, Jeremiah, you know, come on now. They all struggle. Peter, John, and James, and they, they all struggle. So if you're struggling a little bit, that's all right. It's part and parcel of the of the, of the whole of the whole thing you you know Jesus says that what they have done to me they will do it to you persecution and I don't want to go on about it but I, I want to say to you that the the Christian life is not red carpet that you walk on all the way through. Now, there are, there are obstacles, there are hurdles. Why? Because we have Satan to deal with. So he will put obstacles in your way. So then, arise. Hallelujah. Arise. Arise. Arise up. You know, 
I think I had Lester Sumrall, one of the great preachers in America. He said he went to, I, I, I think it was India or somewhere that he went to preach. And it was, you know, the program was going on and one night he was sleeping and he felt, in his, in his hotel, he felt something. And so, he, he lifted up his head and he saw some things standing there. And he was like, oh, it's Satan. And he fell back to sleep. My point is, he knew God so much so that when he saw Satan in his room, he was comfortable to sleep. That's where you and I need to get. That's the confidence that we need to have in God. That Jesus Christ has dethroned Satan. Why are we afraid? Why are we afraid of situations that comes our way? You know what? For as long as you are doing right, for as long as you are doing what God has asked you to do, listen, you will overcome. You will overcome. I said you will overcome. For as long as you're doing what God has asked you to do, you will overcome. For as long as you are obeying his word, you will overcome. You will overcome. If, yeah, it may take a little longer than you want to. You want it to. It may take a bit longer. Because you see, because, of our, because we are human beings, we don't want the suffering. So, it's all right if it's just for one week, right? Come on, God, now. I've had this for a week. I've had this for a week, God. Yeah, I can stand not be afraid for a week, but after a week, come on now. Do something about it. But, listen, it doesn't matter if it's two weeks or three weeks. Whatever it is. My God, i got to move on. <laughs> because I'm getting to a, a scripture that we're going to go into. But whatever we, whatever, however long it takes, however long it takes, whew, relax. Relax. He gave, he promised um, Anna. And what's the other guy's name? Um, that they will not see death until they've seen the Lord Jesus. And then, and then, and then Jesus, when Jesus shows up, and Jesus was brought to be um, presented to the Lord, they picked him up and said, my eyes have seen the glory. Now, Lord, I'm ready to depart. My point is, because God promised them that they will see the Messiah before they die. So, relax. Chillax. Cool, man. Why? Because
Because you have God. Do you understand? You have God. Yeah. Pastor, you don't know my situation. Of course, I don't know your situation. But your situation can't be any worse than those that have gone before us. It can't. It cannot be any worse than those that have gone before us. But they manage it through. They manage. They trust God to the end. So one of it is the spirit of fear. The other one is um, the spirit of divination. In Acts 16, 16. I mean, it's just the spirit of divination is when, when you when you say the word divination is like some some revelation spirit or it's just a demonic spirit. But it is like a it's named after a place, a, a town or something, and it's like a python python spirit. That's what it's all about. Like we have we talk about serpentine spirit. And if let me tell you something. These things that people talk about, I know some of them exaggerate and say things that are not. But I can tell you that the serpentine spirit is like a serpent. I've seen it. We were once ministering. We were once ministering to in fact, it was a boy with his mother. And as we were praying, eventually this, guy, this boy went on the floor. And this, just like a snake walking, crawling, 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 crawling. Wow. So... There are things, that's why, you know, the scriptures tells us we should not be ignorant. We should not be ignorant of the antics of the devil. We, we need to understand the devil's manipulation, his ways, the way he operates, so that we can combat it. Amen? So, you know, we have all this. Spirits. Uh, now it happened as we went to pray, uh, as we went to prayer, that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. He brought his master. Much profit. Now, if, if you were the one that is making a living for nothing, would you want to lose it? He, he brought his master many fortune. In other words, this spirit, this girl... Possessed with evil spirit, use that spirit 
and said a lot of things to people, said things about people, will tell you what's wrong with you, and so on and so forth, and will even direct you how you can get healed. Now, when, 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 the, and then you, you know, I don't know whether they were charging them or they were giving offering. And if somebody's giving you a revelation, you know, normally you want to give as much as, man, so the guy was making a fortune. No, the guy don't want to lose that spirit. He doesn't care where that spirit comes from. He making money, man. He doesn't care. Are you with me? Do you understand where I'm coming from? So it wasn't going to be easy for him to say, okay. You understand? So some of these people that some, and I don't know, I won't say you because I know you don't, but some of these people that people go to because of the spirit that they use in their operation and are, and are saying things, and because of the fortunes that they are making, they're not prepared to let go that practice. For as much as they know it is not right, they are not prepared to let go because they are making a fortune. Praise the Lord. So be, watch, be, be watchful. Be watchful. Be careful who you're listening to. Be careful. And I, I, I say be careful because I'm not trying to, you know, stop you from going somewhere or listening to somebody, but be careful. Just be careful. Praise the Lord. One guy had this revelation and he saw this real, you would say, well-known preacher who has a big, 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 big room of uh, frozen fish. And he just locked them in. And basically, the interpret, you know, he, Jesus says, you make you fishers of men. Right? And so all these fish that he is basically controlling, he has locked them up. Nobody's going anywhere, spiritually. And he doesn't want anybody to come, and to come and interfere with what he is doing. And it's not right. It's, it's, it, the spirit that he's using is not right. Because God's spirit will not lock souls up. Amen. Be careful. Praise the Lord. Be careful. But, you know, Ephesians 6, that's where I wanted to go. Um, Ephesians 6, um, starting from 10. 
and um, he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. Notice he says, he didn't say, pray and be strong in the Lord. He says, be strong in the Lord. It's an attitude. It's a decision. It's a choice that you make. Like you make a decision that I'm going to serve God. It's the same decision, likewise decision that you say, I'm going to be strong. Amen. And, you know, if you, if you, if you decide that you're going to be strong physically, what do you do? What would you do? Praise the Lord. What would you do? That's a question, man. Help me out. What would you do physically if you want to be strong, like the footballers, the, the boxers? Come on, come on now. Let me hear you. Train, train, train what? Train playing football or train what? Sorry? Exercise, train, do, do some weight lifting, you know, and, and, and build up your physical strength. Isn't that right? The same thing spiritually. If you want to be strong spiritually, there are things you need to do that is going to help you to be spiritually strong. The same way that physically, if you take precautions and you take the steps A, B, and C, you will get that result. It's the same way spiritually. If you take A, B, and C spiritually, you get the same result. You get that result. Am I making sense? Now, if you want to be strong spiritually, there are things you need to do. You pray. You fast. You stay, study the word, memorize scriptures, be able to quote them, believe it. Now, you're only going to bloat up, bloat out. Are you with me? Spiritually, you're only going to be enlarged. Spiritually, you're only going to be big. Let me not use the word fat. Hallelujah. If you do the things that you should do spiritually, it, it's automatic. The same way as physically, if you do the things that you should do, you will gain strength. It's the same way spiritually, if you do the things that you should do, come on. You get up in the morning and you spend time with the Lord. When you step out there, no matter what no matter what you see you see you you you've been built up on the inside amen before you know it now when something happens, oh you say oh don't worry about it you you you're growing you're growing so it says that have we just moved so quick mr Frimpong? Anyway, thank you, Anna. 
he was doing it right. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yes, next one. Put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. We're talking about being strong. Put on some of the armor of God. No, he says, put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, the reason why when the devil throw his darts, we run, is because we're not built up. When Lester Samuel lifted up his head and saw the demon standing there, he says, oh, it's the devil, and fell back asleep. He didn't jump up, I bind you in the name of Jesus. No. Because he knew who he is. Come on. You need to know whose you are. Who is the one that has purchased you? You see, we, we take our life into our own hands. But if we will give our life to Christ, then we will not be fearful. Then we will not fret. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We're talking about spiritual things. When you face a situation, think spiritually. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, uh, against principalities, where am I? Against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness, spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Last week we have Avi reading for me. This week he's sitting down, so it's okay. I'll do my best. I'll try. Praise the Lord. We don't wrestle against human beings. The battle is not against me and my brother. The battle is not against me and my sister. The battle is not against me and you. You, you need to understand the antics of the wicked one. He, is, he has designed the whole thing to manipulate and derail you, of course. Praise the Lord. Last Sunday, if you man, make sure people get that is it podcast. Yeah, to if you listen to the message of last Sunday again, listen to it. I thought it was a very good message, even though I was the one that preached it. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so put on the 
spiritual armor of God. And I want us to pray. So I'm going to end up here. We'll go over this again next week. You know, when I was reading this, if I can find my glasses, there's a bit here that I want us to, to get into. Verse 18, it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Praying always with all kinds of prayer, with supplications in the Spirit. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? When we teach about praying in tongues, we talk about praying in the Spirit. Well, this is how you are able to combat. This is how you are able to stand in the midst of adversity. And with the, the whole armor of God, when you put on the whole armor, we go through that next week. When you put on the whole armor of God, there is a, a place where you stand and it says, when you go and it says, after you have done all, stand. Stand therefore and pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. You know, when you, it's like, and you know, you this generation, man. You, when you have charcoal and you put it in a, um, what do you call it? Coal pot. Is that, is that coal, coal pot. Yeah. Charcoal, you put it in a coal pot and then you, you set the fire. Sometimes you just get a little bit of charcoal like this with fire and you put it on and you put the others on. Then you start fanning it. As you fan it, as you fan it, eventually the whole, thing, the whole fire. And and we ought to be like that. As we pray in the spirit, we are fanning up our spirit. Then we get on fire. Right in the midst of the adversity, you are on fire for God. Because God lifts your eyes up. You don't even see the problem. Too busy. Sorting out the things of God. Too busy getting things done for God. Can't even see the problem. When you're living in the flesh, you will think of fleshly things. Why did he say that? Why didn't he say that? What happened there? What happened there? But when you get focus on God, and you focus on the things of the Spirit, you'll be set free. You'll be set free. If you are willing to serve God, learn to go with the flow. Learn to go with the flow. In God's own timing, He will perfect everything that concerns you. The forgotten prisoner. In God's own timing, He made uh, what's his name? Had a dream. No. The king. Nebuchadnezzar. No. Pharaoh had a dream. In his own time. Two years. Joseph was forgotten. But in his own time. It's not. So, you, listen. 
It's easy to serve God when you get it. But it's not easy to serve Him if you don't get it. It's very easy to serve God when you get it. It says, unless you become like a child. When you become like a child, it's very, very easy to serve God. But when you know too much and you want to apply your wisdom and your intelligence, it becomes very difficult. Because his ways are not our ways. Let's stand. I hope you got something. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.